Hello, young swim cast citizens. Space Ghost here, uh, a.k.a. George Lowe, inviting you in for all of the creamy, enjoyable listening goodness. Let's ladle some up right now, shall we? It's that time again. That's right. I say the same thing I say every night, Pinky. It's time to do the swim cast. Yeah, you're you're so unoriginal and uncreative, Trish. I know. You're not a journalist. I'm not a journalist. Hmm. That's why I've interviewed um, countless numbers of animators and actors and writers. Yeah, well, well, that's that's cool because uh, you know we've interviewed uh, some guys, some dude named Dave Willis. I think I, I don't know what he does. Oh, I mean Dave Willis, Dana Snyder, Matt Malero. Really? Uh, let's name drop like fifty more people: Christy Caraca, Stephen Warbrick, Rob Corddry, Paul Shear, Brad Neely, Brad Neely, Dan Weidenfeld. Uh, Doc Hammer, Jackson Public, uh, Jesus, we interviewed him at one point, uh, the Queen of England, and... She and I are, like, besties now. And some fat fuck in a Bruins jersey that he never takes off and only gets laid when he gets the money to the hooker. Dollar make me holla! Holla holla for your dollar! This is the Swimcast, this is episode 141, I am John Jay. And that was Trish, of course. With us also, uh, Grady Chimp is here from the UK. Hello. Hello. My very uh, sexy, sick voice today, because uh, I'm, I'm not very well. Yes, but I have to ask you, where's the rum? <laughs> the rum is all gone. <laughs> <laughs> we, we drank a litre of it before we came on air. It's not good. Uh, well, at least you have rum. I can't drink. I'm diabetic. I'm going to die. I've, I've, I've got a little bit left. That'll take me through the show so uh yeah oh gosh it, it helps my voice that's good so anyway for those of you at home that have not ever listened to a swim cast we are adultswimcentral.com not adult swim don't confuse us with those guys but this is a roundtable discussion on all things adult swim not just animation folks uh animation tsunami live action all the things adult swim uh, produces so you might say we're the authority. We deliver the news and information that's fit to print. But we're not journalists, so we don't know what we're doing. Oh yeah. no, no, no! Of, co- of course not. Uh, I'm gonna die of diabetes. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, so we've been away for a while. Uh, 140 seems like years ago. It was a while I ago. Hundred. I remember a hundred. You remember? 100. Oh my god! I like I, I like to forget a hundred. A hundred was the beginning of the clusterfuck episodes that no one should listen to unless they're really deprived of, you know, something interesting like being bored. If you need that much John Jay in your life, I don't. I don't know that anyone needs that much John Jay. There might be someone out there who just can't get enough of you. Yeah. I imagine he has a neck beard and, like, sits in his basement all day, breathing heavily, drinking soda from the two-liter bottle that looks like a one-liter. Looks like he's, he, he, he's wondering if his Google check passed so he can go call the prostitute up the street. Maybe. Maybe. Is he a Googler? Probably. He's on Craigslist. It's not very Googly yeah. for somebody to die. Yeah, when you have to get people on Craigslist, that's pretty yeah, sad. And then you're the only person that writes for your group. I've got people who write for me. They get 
They get $2 from my Google account. I spend the rest of it on Trixie up the block. She doesn't mind the smell emanating. She doesn't mind em the smell emanating from my Bruins jersey that I never took off. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, getting that out of the way. Uh, so, we went to Comic-Con, and by we, I say myself and Gritty. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was epically, awesomely, amazingly fun stuff. Can, can, can I just mention like the awesome coincidence that happened first <laughs> <the best> day? <laughs> yes, you can. This was ridiculous. I turned up at um, JFK Airport. I was meant to be greeted by my camera guy. He was meant to be filming me coming off the plane, all sort of you know bright-eyed and bushy-tailed like, awaiting New York and Comic-Con. He wasn't there. He, he, he'd he gone to the wrong terminal. So I was stood around JFK for about half an hour till he realized what frigging platform I was on. Eventually picked me up, drove me to Comic-Con, and then it was like, oh, by the way, uh, John might be here. He said he was going to turn up at the press day. Let's go in and get our press passes. And then, sure enough, we're queuing up, who happens to be the person right in front of us in the queue? <laughs> or John Jay? It's like we, we, we that's that's my ma that's the thing. magic that's the magic and majesty it's that is. Really that is magic. Not, not only did it, uh, did I see the flush of blonde, but also was greeted by a bag of the most delicious <laughs> bacon jerky <laughs> I've never tasted before. If there's ever a left between two people who've never met it's a bag of bacon jerky right and, and that was it it's kind of like you know any kind of nervous apprehension of meeting some guy you've spoken to online for two years you know was dissolved in some you know in a bag of jerky of <laughs> ridiculous uh, but yeah it, it was um yeah quite an introduction yes and, and fyi I, I introduced walgreens bacon jerky to the uk <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. I've literally given that bag away tonight to, to my friend who was here this evening. I held it for four weeks. And honestly, uh, there's been many a drunken night where I've been tempted to crack open that bag and eat it. But oh I, I, I donated it this evening and he's taken it away and he's going to eat it himself mm -hmm. and share it with others, not me. I know what I'm and sending people for Christmas. Ooh, <laughs> I'd love to try bacon day. jerky. Really? My, my you wife don't... wants to taste that bacon jerky and she, oh, honestly, we, we thought he'd just crack open the bag and share it. He didn't. He's going to go away and share it with someone else. He's, he's got a plan for this jerky, which does not involve me. And I was slightly disappointed, to be honest. But um, but I'm glad it's, it's getting now into the wider world. Mm. And I've not eaten it all by myself. I would have felt quite guilty if I'd cracked that open. Well, there we go. But Trish, you don't have a Walgreens in California? I don't know where one is. Mm. Adam does. Uh, there's like a thousand of them. Like world, they're like worldwide now. They own everyone now. Like, like, like they put one up the block from my house. I don't like to drive that much, so I don't really go anywhere. Well, just wait a few minutes. They'll probably build one. Like as we're talking. Well, they just built a CVS, like, where, where Target is, so... Oh. Okay. Anyway, we should talk about adults when... You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there was, there, there was a lot of adults at Comic-Con, really, wasn't there? Yeah, you know, Quite the impressive. last... You know, the first couple of years that I went, and this was, like, maybe 2008 was the first year I went... And they all they really had was Venture Brothers and Robot Chicken. That was like their bread and butter. That's why they're like the two big panels that they have in the IGN theater. And then little by little, I mean, I think the next year they had like Delocated and Super Jail. And then the year after that, they had like Children's Hospital. And last year they had the wall-to-wall -wall, uh, panels. And this year they kind of did, but not as uh, severe. Can I just throw in, I am so jealous you got to meet Brad Neely. I wish I had more questions for him. I feel like I, I wrote down a couple, and then I got some more from Bizarro on the forums, which was awesome. Like, I could probably go back and watch his old stuff and have some questions for him, because I am so in love with him. 
Well, maybe when China, Illinois, I mean, now that, and this is another thing that came out, the big thing that came out of New York Comic Con is that uh, Adult Swim loves us. You know, wow, really? you know how we always had that uh, assumption that Adult Swim, like, really didn't like us that much? Yeah. Well, I mean, the PR lady couldn't, uh, Wendy could not have been more awesome. You know, she hugged me when I first got there, you know, it was, I felt like, I felt like we're finally, I mean, I, I keep, I've said that, I think the last couple of times we've hit like our milestones about finally like quote unquote making it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we're, we're getting an interview through PR and Trish, you know about this. I'm not going to say who, cause I'm probably going to jinx it if I do. I mean, the fact that PR is saying, hey, uh, mm-hmm. do you want to interview so-and-so? And we're like, hell yeah. And they're like, cool, we're going to see what the availability is and get back to you. It's like we don't have to, you know, text or tweet or email them and say, hey, we're some fan group. I'm not even going to say, you know, I hate the term fan site. And I know a certain someone who knows that to probably get under my skin, but who gives a fuck, you know? If you want to say that, I mean, but let's call it what it is. We are fan-driven news website where we report the news. Mm-hmm. And we have established that through all this stuff. I mean, if you didn't hear all the people we've interviewed at the beginning of this and the fact that we review DVDs and now we're getting press stuff. And it was just so amazing being able to interview all those people, you know, Finally getting a one-on-one interview with Doc Hammer and Jackson Public after, what, like, five years oh of, of trying God, to... Oh, my God, I know. And, of course, I felt nothing but scared shitless. I mean, you know, you, yeah. don't really, you, don't really, you don't really see it too much in my face, but, I mean, that was total, like, that was adrenaline right there. You can see it in the edits. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I totally understand yeah, it, it was just amazing. I mean, I, I don't want to go through the whole thing. I mean, Grady, if you have any uh, points you want to make before we move on. I mean, that's the thing. Obviously, um, Red Jackson last year, um, through basically him coming to London for Pulp. So, right. um, so to meet him again in New York was a very s- s- surreal experience, really. Mm. Um, I think that's one of the un- unique things about Adult Swim, really, that um, mm-hmm. the oh yeah, is, the fan base is so dedicated, and the the creators are such a connection with the fans that this sort of thing can, you know, <laughs> and, and that and the fact that they're so they're so down to earth. I mean, you can approach them; they don't go get the fuck out of here. I mean, Tim and Eric maybe, but that's that's mostly a prank. No. Well, well, let's just say it. Tim and Eric, even Tim and Eric. I mean, on camera they are Tim and Eric. I mean, the, yeah, they, they they ripped us a, a brand new asshole when we interviewed them in London <laughs> on camera. But off camera, they were the, the most gentlemanly people we, we'd ever met. They were, mm. you know, they're they really reverential. They they asked us questions about you know what we thought of them over here and you know how, you know how the shows have gone down and all that sort of stuff. They're really genuinely interested in the fan base. Um, they, they've got it, I think, above all the rest of the shows, they've got more at stake in terms of um, a public appearance. Um, I, I guess the creators of the other shows, I mean, especially looking at shows like sort of Super Gel, they, they don't really have that sort of public front mm. that Tim and Eric do. Um, whereas Tim and Eric need to be Tim and Eric sort of on camera all the time so so yeah it's it's, it's a bit of an odd one so yeah. yeah so whereas they ripped us to pieces on film off camera they were absolutely lovely and um mm. yeah we, we, we were talking about their holidays in france and <laughs> their, their trips around europe and stuff like that and local eateries i mean the, the massive foodies and we, we spent a good 30 minutes to talk about food off camera <laughs> oh wow it, it was ridiculous like <laughs> talking about london restaurants with you know, Tim Heidecker is, is, is a bizarre experience. <laughs> yeah, just crazy stuff. And I hate to gloat, well, scratch that. I love, I want to gloat for this, but just seeing Doc and Jackson out of their element, you know, hanging out with them at the New Order, super VIP thing. <laughs> super VIP. 
Two, two, two wristbands. <laughs> <laughs> the double wristband. And guess what? It don't matter. It don't matter to me. It don't matter. It don't matter to me. Yeah, the laminates don't mean shit, apparently, in gigs. <laughs> yeah, Trish, if you, ever get a, if you ever get a VIP laminate, it's not the Wayne's World thing. It's just there. Well, getting up the yeah, sta- that's getting that's up the stairs, oh, we ha- we needed that to get the wristband. Yeah, and then the a- and then after that, the the other guy was like, oh, "It matter to me." Yeah, completely. You need a double wristband to get through that guy. Mm. <laughs> that guy was lo- looking after pink and white. <laughs> that, that's all he was looking for. He was like, "No, that don't matter." Uh, your uh, I, I, I don't like your shiny laminate. No, 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 no. I, I need the pink and white. This means Thank nothing you. to me. <laughs> Crazy. I need bracelets. Got it. Yeah. You need a pink bracelet. You, you need a pink and a white bracelet. I'm wondering because the, de- the Death Clock uh, tour, uh, apparently, it's at Roseland also, and that you can get VIP tickets, I guess, for extra money, and I wonder if that's like the same thing. Like you, like you get the lemon. I hope it's the same guy doing the security. I'm tempted to go. I'm gonna be like, I know this don't matter. You want the pink? You want the pink, don't you? The pink wristband. I know this don't matter. I know you. Just make your own. That's the thing. There was there was so nondescript. The extra wristbands. You could have taken your own in. That's true. I could have painted one. Just painted one. Well, I guess maybe they use different ones each night too. Possibly, yeah. It's kind of like, who was it? Ja- I'd, Jason I'd, I'd was like saying... Say, I'd like to see him against the crowd of proper metalheads, though. Uh, oh! Wristbands. That don't matter! <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> oh, lordy. So... The new order fans are quite tame compared to... The <laughs> yeah. So, are we wrapped up with Near Comic Con? I mean... Everyone could see our footage. Everyone could see our footage. We loved it. It was great. It was awesome. Thank you to Adult Swim for going, for having us to the press panels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the the the, the panels them, themselves were, were pretty good. I mean, the uh, the Titman panel we went to um, was a fucking cavalcade of stuff I've never seen before. The, yeah. the, I mean, there's so much stuff they do that doesn't get shown over here. It's unbelievable. Mm. Um, so you know, it, it was a proper eye opener, like to to see the scope of the stuff they did. Yeah. I mean, when we went to the actual studio and saw them doing super gel, we were like, "Oh yeah, this the super gel. That, that's what they're doing." But the panels, yeah. you'd be like, "My God, they're they're, they're busy like all the time." It's, it's it's not just Metalocalypse and super gel. It's, mm. it's tons of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and, and I mean, that brings up another thing that we both got, uh, separately got to go to Titmouse. I mean, I took a whole tour yeah. and interviewed Chris Prynoski, the, dir- the uh, director slash president. Yeah. But, but we're not journalists, you know? No, we're no. not. No, we don't get tours of we don't get tours of Titmouse and Radical Access when they were there. I didn't go to Adult Swim's headquarters twice in a week. Sorry. Uh, so, yeah, going back can to... We, can we kind of segue that into uh, Titmouse? What? Well, I guess so. I thought we were just talking about Titmouse. Well, I mean, just just how much Titmouse actually does. Well, we, we, know, well, that's the thing. we know. I mean, they're, they're pretty damn big now. I mean, I, I think... I mean, you used to see the little Titmouse logo every so often on a show. And chirp. Like, chirp. Chirp, chirp, chirp. And that's it. And then, and then suddenly, like they, 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 they seem to be now sort of the be all and end all of like more of the most popular shows. Yeah, I mean, and even I... the Venture Brothers have, have uh, sort of crossed over as well, which is obviously how how we got in. So right. We, we were going to go and uh, interview Doc and Jackson um, in the Astro Base, but apparently it was a pigsty when we went over. So they were like, Oh yeah, no, well it was can't a come pig- over the. The, the, there's bottles of Doc's piss everywhere. We, 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 we can't let you into the Astro Bay, so come to Titmouse. <laughs> come to our little office. So basically what we did, we, we went to the boardroom, set up our cameras and did a, an interview there. Got some footage around their um, little office. And to be honest, the office, I don't think they do much in the office. Uh, they have a big sort of, um, they have a big wall which is meant to be the ideas wall. Yeah, the blackboard. There wasn't many ideas on the <laughs> on the ideas wall. It was basically just scribbles from anyone who walked in. I think the Astro Base is still sort of the, the central place where they make the Venture Brothers. 
and I think that's sort of always going to be sort of uh, the rule, really. But um, yeah, that's more like their head headquarters and tip maps. Basically, yeah. like the it's kind of like Astro Base is their William Street to. Well, I guess I can't really compare it to Radical because Radical's gone, but like Radical Access to Titmouse. Well, that's it. I mean, there was enough going on there. I mean, while we were there, there was a lot of time where sort of Doc and Jackson basically just buggered off for like half an hour at a time, and we could hear sort of stuff. We heard like sound happening, we heard like voiceovers happening, and we're like, my God. <laughs> Are they actually recording season five of them? What's going on? And we're like talking to some of the animators as well. And I mean, all these guys at Titmouse as well, they, they absolutely fucking love their jobs. That's that. That's what really struck me. Every single person you met in that place yeah. absolutely loved being there. It, it seems like the most idyllic place to work in the world. And they too like Adult Swim and Radical. And, what exactly? Uh, they like Munchkins. I mean, they like uh, Dunkin' Donuts. I mean, I, I, I work in insurance in my day job. I, I, I don't particularly like my job. It pays the mortgage. Oh, nor do uh, I, but, you know, so, job's a job. Exactly. If, I get, if I get paid to do this, it'd be awesome. And not uh, 10 bucks every time I get an exclusive. <laughs> this is the thing. So, you know, we're two guys who, like, just do normal jobs, and to go into this sort of arena where, like, you're meeting people who actually love their work it, it it's it, it's unbelievable you're like you, you you're inspired by it it's kind of like mm-hmm. these people have worked hard and they've they're working on stuff they actually care about and um yeah it, it gives you a, a sort of bit bit of a different perspective on life as well so yeah i mean that that was what i took most out of this entire trip i mean the whole thing was self-funded we were doing our documentary um, but like the people we met, it, it, um, yeah, it's it's it, it's a life changing thing. It's it, it's um, yeah. I'm, I'm going too soppy now. It may be the rum, but yeah, it changed change me. It 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 was like the it, it was one of them places you you turn up at and you're like, my God, this is what people who fucking dedicate their time and energy do for a living. It's like every single person here deserves to be here and they, they love their job and um, yeah it, it's just a, an absolutely magical place so uh, you know I mean hopefully we'll get some time to go through to the um, the LA studio mm. um, I'd love to the, do that but you know yeah it's too far yeah it's a bit far isn't it mm. I mean you know if you're coming from England it's what what's another fucking eight hours? Like, yeah, right. For you hours. for you it's like ah, we're in the plane already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell? For me it's like, oh god, I don't want to sit there. That's it. And then I have to have yeah, the money and the time and you know I've, I've got another day. Brilliant. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you get all that time back, you don't realise you <laughs> mm. the the, uh, the time difference is is, is re- remarkable. Mm. But yeah. So yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, tell us about your experience anyway, because um, obviously we met you at Comic Con, but you'd already sorted out all this Tim House stuff beforehand. Um, so tell us about your experience at Tim House. At Tim House, it, w- it was outstanding. I mean, it was much like Radical Access when I used to visit them every year at Dragon Con. It's like crazy seeing them working on different things and. We heard someone working on uh, Venture Brothers for a few seconds, and then uh, Chris Pranowski introduced us, and uh, she stopped working, so we really didn't see anything, really, but <laughs> would have been nice. But, you know, all these people working around and grateful for us for bringing munchkins, and just, just really fun stuff. <laughs> I love I love how it it's a it's a, both a workplace and a place to have fun. Something mm-hmm. something you don't get with these uh, common office places. I mean, you know, you try, but they push you back sometimes. Well, corporate wouldn't like that. <laughs> but yeah, all in all, I I enjoyed I really enjoyed. Chatting with Chris, even though we, you know, both of us were pretty much out of it. He for booze reasons, me for sleep reasons, and 
just awesome stuff. What's next on the agenda? Uh, well, we could talk about what Chris didn't talk about. That's a good segue. Metalocalypse. Oh, yeah. Where where is Metalocalypse made? I mean, I think it's more probably L.A. based. I I think it's mostly L.A., but what Chris explained to me off camera, and I probably should have asked this on camera because I thought it was interesting, um, they kind of, because of, you know, the internet age and, you know, having Dropboxes and FTP uh, servers and stuff like that, they can send, like, files to different places. So let's say, you know... Chris is in New York and he wants to see something from Metalocalypse, I guess he can, you know, have it sent over there. And vice versa. Like, people in L.A. can work on Super Jail. People in New York can work on Metalocalypse. But I did notice mostly it seemed like uh, in New York they were working mostly Super Jail, Venture Brothers, and China, Illinois. Which, mm. you know, the, again, those could be done in L.A. also. So, pretty interesting stuff. I mean, especially when you have two studios like that. I know, Ra- going back to Radical, I know uh, they had tried to establish a studio in L.A., but I guess that didn't work out, unfortunately. Well, the Radical guys have moved on to Floyd County, right? Most of them did. This is what I'm hearing. This is what I've heard. Most of them moved, moved to Floyd County. Uh, the rest went on to a company it's mentioned in the uh credits of aqua something uh, awesome inc which is basically a commercial company from what i'm told and craig is overseeing all the stuff from there all right so anyway death clock so we heard you know chris obviously couldn't talk about it because he you know he's contractually obligated and whatnot and it's like i said in the video it was understandable uh you know if you can't talk about will the new season show up but uh, evidently, Mark Hamill, you know, that Luke Skywalker dude, uh, he posted somewhere, I think in an interview or on Twitter or somewhere, that uh, he's busy working on season five. Hmm. So, evidently, there is a season five. However, as uh, our own Nikki posted on the thing, it's kind of, uh, Brendan has been going around posting some cryptic stuff, because a lot of these people, or news outlets rather, are interviewing him about the death tour. And he's saying stuff like, oh, I forget the exact quote. He's like, basically, I, I have more of a story to tell, but I don't know how I'll tell it or who will, who will tell it. Like kind of implying that he might not, maybe he'll, he'll step down as head writer and just like be like a contrib- contributor to the uh, show. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, obviously... The people who write it along with him, uh, I mean, Brian Posehn wrote uh, this last season. Uh, Janine DiTullio wrote, uh, she also writes for Super Joe, but she is one of the head writers for Metalocalypse as well. And she was uh, Brendan's mom in uh, Home Movies after they got rid of Paula Poundstone. But, you know, hopefully... If Brendan does leave, it'll still be in good hands. But And then Brendan implied that maybe the show would uh, go back to 30 minutes. I don't know. We could go, you know, maybe he wants to do like Venture Brothers and do like our specials. You know, we don't know. We won't find out, I guess, for another, you know, who knows. Hopefully sometime next year. Up front's in April. Hopefully PR invites me to that. <laughs> No, uh, you know what? Scratch that. I- I'm too cool to go to PR stuff because I get all that information and you guys aren't journalists. Mm-hmm. Dermot runs our uh, company. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that was Oh, that was everything, right? You you got something else? What do you mean? About Death Clock? Oh, yeah, right. We were talking about them. Um, Yeah, we got horrible news about Death Clock. Yeah, a very good segue. We're talking about Death Tour. You know, this Death Tour seems to be cursed. I mean, even on our forums at adultsfromcentral.com, they're talking about, like, the curse of Death Clock. (laughs) Because... It's a a big fucking hurricane. Which is one of your shows. We had the hurricane. It wasn't so much the show as it was... I mean, even Brendan mentioned the giant crane on, like, 56th Street that, like, toppled over. Hopefully they got got it... uh, 
figure it out now, now that the hurricane passed, but, you know. And, and FYI, if you can donate money to the Red Cross, this is my pitch for Hurricane Sandy victims, because, you know, I am from Jersey, and, you know, despite the fact that I uh, live to tell the tale, uh, there are people who are suffering down, especially the Jersey Shore, which is an awesome place, but got uh, tore up from that hurricane. But please donate to Red Cross and anyone else out there that supports Red Cross. I think iTunes is doing stuff. You're, you could text them. You know, that's my two cents about that. And they that. need blood. Well, I don't think they need blood. I think they they just need, like, they shelter. They do. And, oh, they need blood? They need blood, yeah. Right. I don't know what they need, unfortunately, but, yeah. They need dollar signs and blood. Yeah. Well, we all need money. And blood. I mean, Mike, so yeah, there was the hurricane. Then, uh, what was the band that, uh, was it Machine Head that couldn't play in, in a certain venue? I think so. Oh. Yeah. Or, was it Motor, oh, I don't know. Was it Motorhead? Yes, it was Motorhead. Motorhead couldn't do it because the guy has the hernia. No, that's, that's Machine Head. Black Sabbath couldn't perform. <laughs> and, 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 Meg, there. and Megadeth couldn't be there because <laughs> because I've I've seen Lemmy in a very fucking poor state, to be honest. And he still he still did the gig. I don't he want to go Bloodstock Festival in, in the UK. He he came on and he was he, he was basically fucked. He, every second song, he went off stage for about ten minutes, and then came back, and then sort of driveled on. It was the worst Motorhead gig I've ever seen. But that's life. but that's Lemmy though, isn't it? I mean, that's but all that, he has to do. Lemmy. It's a Lemmy. 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 Okay, you, you kind of go. You're a headline act. <laughs> I mean, he <laughs> was at ten minutes off stage. Why not? <laughs> I mean, for crying out loud, the dude was at WrestleMania 17 doing yeah. the Triple H thing, <laughs> and he couldn't remember the words. <laughs> It's like nearly 70. It's like, yeah, go on then, let me. I'll, I'll forgive you. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, so... One Machine of the... Head frontman Rob Flynn has been forced to leave the Death Clock tour temporarily to undergo emergency surgery for double inguinal hernia. Sure. <laughs> say, that right. a, say that again. <laughs> In gut... And in in Nagata Davida. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so the curse of death clock. So now Machine Head's gonna miss nine shows. The a couple of the shows, I know the Virginia one was moved to the to mid December. The Roseland one at New York was moved to like early December. And I don't know if any other ones have or not. You could check the their website, adultswimpresents.com. So, Death Clock news out of the way. Where do we go from here? That is the question. We can go to maybe another animated show called Moral Oral. Oh. Remember that show? Yes. Uh, so, Dino's been tweeting drunkenly throughout the entire run of the show. If anyone's been following that, that's pretty cool. Um... This coming Monday, and I guarantee this episode will be up hopefully tomorrow or by Monday, the, the latest. Uh, but Monday night, 12.30 in the morning, before all oral, the well-awaited moral oral special, which I have a feeling there's going to be more than one because this one's subtitled Trust. So I think if this one is as successful as I think it's going to be, I think we're going to be seeing a lot more moral oral specials. Maybe, who knows? Maybe even another season. That would be nice. Hooray! But thank you, Adult Swim, for this uh, new special, and I can't wait. You know. Mm. Thank you, Dino. Hopefully, thank you, Dino, and hopefully he's somewhere in L.A. walking around in the street, walking into his house, and pissing in his toilet. Washing his hands. And then Matt jerking off as he hangs up his phone. Because we interviewed Dino once. We're not journalists, though. I hope he washes his hands. He never washes his hands. But that's Dino. 
That's our Dino. So, yeah, and by the way, PR sent us a little uh, tidbits of information, because we're not journalists, uh, on the adultswimcentral.com website, if you want to check it out. We got some still images and a vidya. So that should be really fun. I can't wait to see that. Uh, the other good news is we got a Toonami site now. Oh, yeah, I was forgetting. ToonamiCentral.com. You can also go to, you can basically go to adultswimcentral.com slash Toonami. And we have partnered with the awesome and I think the best, because I haven't seen any other Toonami sites out there, but ToonamiFaithful.com is preaching the word of Toonami and all its greatness on the interwebs. I mean, they have, they have the ear of Jason DeMarco, the head of Toonami. They have, you know, all these other guys and gals who put together all the Toonami stuff. Never know um, who else is out there who they might have uh, with their cause. I mean, besides us, which is awesome. And, and I am honored and grateful for them to uh, be a part of this. Also, you should check out, they also have a podcast, which hopefully is better than this one. <laughs> At uh, ToonamiFaithful.com, the Toonami Faithful podcast. And who knows, maybe you'll hear a familiar voice from here on their podcast soon. Hint, hint. The other thing about Toonami I should mention, and I'm loving the crap out of this, is they brought uh, Tenchi uh, Galaxy Police, GXP, to their uh, lineup. Which, Toonami, I mean, I used to watch Dragon Ball Z when I was younger, in college. And... Basically, that Tenchi was the one that hooked me on Toonami. I mean, I used to watch religiously for Tenchi. Tenchi Universe, Tenchi Muyo, Tenchi in Tokyo. And it's a funny show because it, it's not just action, it's comedy. So, I mean, I'm, I'm really glad Toonami finally put Tenchi back on where as it should be. And hopefully they get the older series back, too. Um, was that everything that we had? I think so. Why is this small self cock tease doll $249.99? Or you can pay it with a payment plan for $83.33 a month. Is that the doll or is that the uh, statue? Is that, yeah, is it the statue? Statue. Like, the of, oh. Yeah, that it's thing. You know. Yeah, uh, they have the Brock one in the Titmouse studio in uh, Jackson's and office. They, they had the Molotov one as well. Oh, I didn't it, see that it one. It was awesome. It yeah. was, it's, bigger, it's bigger than I thought it was. So I can see them justifying the $250 price. I yeah. just don't want Brock or Molotov. I would rather they finally come out with the uh, Venture Brothers. I, I, I love the Monarch. The, were they yeah, supposed I mean, to come I, out with yeah, the Monarch? Been, yes. Oh, I know. I there were two more that uh, Sideshow Collectibles were supposed to come out with, and from what I heard previous, that they didn't sound like they were coming out, but I really would get... I would spend $250 on the Venture Brothers statue of them doing the Team Venture sign. I mean, as, as you witnessed firsthand, John, I actually have my uh, Mego figures kind of, <laughs> kind of doing the Team Venture sign, even though their fingers don't... <laughs> We should t we should talk about that briefly. I mean, you there was more to just New York Comic Con and the and the whole yeah, tour. You know, you yeah. also came to visit me. <laughs> yeah, we, we did a mad trip to Jersey. Basically, we went from it uh, from the East Village all the way up to Jersey, doing a crazy route through some kind of weird um, sat nav, which took us all the way through Times Square for some reason. Huh. We basically we we did the whole of Midtown up and down. About twelve different fucking streets before we got to Jersey, uh, before <laughs> before we got to yours. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, it was crazy. I mean, I've never been to Jersey before. Um, Any time I've been to New York, we'd basically done Midtown, and that was it. So this holiday, I did East Village, and then a bit of midtown and then suddenly to go to jersey it was kind of like oh okay right this is the the mainland fantastic and uh yeah um and we did white castle jesus christ we did white castle. <laughs> i told i told my aunt about that afterwards and she was astonished because 
the way I pitched it to them was, okay, well, I'll treat you guys to dinner. What do you want? I mean, we have a diner up the block. We have uh, a Colombian uh, diner that is awesome. And we got White Castle. And Gray's eyes, like, opened wide, like, like, <laughs> like, he, like he was celebrating his birthday and Christmas on the same day. Completely. I'm like, okay, okay, we'll go to White Castle. I'm fine with that. I mean, my blood sugar will go up and I'll die. (laughs) That that was it. It it, it was completely like, yeah, an actual White Castle exists. (laughs) And it looks like a castle. That's the one thing I'm proud of. The White Castle up the block (laughs) looks like a castle. (laughs) It's got a castle. Is is it still in one piece after the hurricane? Did it survive? It was okay. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, our our block. I mean, you know the liquor store. Yeah. <laughs> the liquor store. You know they have that long, like old nineteen fifties type sign. Oh yeah. Uh, it looked basically. It looks like now. It looks like the Incredible Hulk jumped on the building and pushed it in. Oh no. But <laughs> otherwise, I mean, nothing else really happened. I mean, tre- it, trees. It's a story. I've got. I've, I've got the photos as as it was. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. They put little caution tape uh, around the meter, like although I guess they figured people would try, would maybe like f- it would fall underneath and not to one of the sides. And then I guess when they opened, they were like, "Ah, oh, fuck it." But as I say, since I've come back, I've been obsessed with sliders. Um, I've not made my <laughs> own burgers, but I've been going for the breakfast. I mean. I found some very, very tiny, tiny rolls, which, um, mm. you know, could hold sausage and bacon. And and that's what I've been doing. I've been making little breakfast sliders every weekend since I've been back. Um, but yeah, that place changed me. Mm. White Castle changed me. It, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's um, I have yeah. to say the, the Kellogg, the Kellogg diner changed me a little bit because we went there. <laughs> We went to the, uh, Jason and I met up at the uh, Two Art for TV uh, in Brooklyn, uh, where they had the Titmouse after party. Yeah. Uh, so they started the art show. Uh, it was amazing. I'll have pictures up later, uh, maybe tonight or tomorrow. I'll try and get them up. But it was just amazing. And uh, Jason goes, Jason his friend, he brought his friends with him, and they're like, we're going to go get something to eat. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Let's go to the Kellogg Diner. <laughs> so I uh, took them over to the Kellogg Diner we ate there and then uh, I found out from our friend Katie that basically there's a barcade in the area too I didn't know this otherwise I would have been there yeah uh, but I went down to the barcade and met up with uh, Katie and Chandra oh wait okay well, that's the thing. I, and I, and Nikki Christmas, I should give her. And I said hi and then just ran off. Yeah, yeah. yeah they... I should have spent more time saying hello <laughs> because I chat to them all the time on Facebook and then yeah, yeah. I turn up in the flesh and just go hello and then just fucking run off being British and a bit shy. So, eh. so there we go. Well, I'm a bit shy too, but when you get a couple of drinks in me, I'll be fine. So the barcade yeah. thing was fun. Uh yeah, so Katie and Chandra, and also shout out to Nikki Christmas, who I met at the uh, 2R for TV. Uh, but that, I think, wraps it up. I don't think we have any email. We haven't been out for we've been out for a while. And if we do, it's probably like, where is Slave Carl? Which, I miss those emails immensely. So if you want to send us stupid emails thinking we're Adult Swim, just send them, send them anyway. <laughs> Swimcast at AquatineCentral.com. I'd, I'd love to hear from any cosplayers who were at um, uh, Comic Con, to be honest, because we met some fantastic cosplayers. Mm. <laughs> I really liked the uh, Dr. Roxo one you interviewed. Yeah, we, we, we got a fantastic Dr. Roxo, and we got a fantastic Carl. This guy had the accent down to a T, and we interviewed him outside on film, but then we never saw him for the entire weekend, and I'm absolutely gutted because we could have done much more with him. Mm. It was brilliant. Um, so if anyone was at Comic-Con, if anyone's got any photos, please just send them in. Mm. Um, just you know, go to the website, send them in, and well, I'd love to see them because there was some absolutely amazing adults from cosplay there. Mm. It was, it, it was, it, there wasn't much. You had to look very, very hard. But um, 
those two who were doing it were amazing. Mm. And before I forget, shout out to both Lou, uh, who was an awesome cameraman for the interviews and, and, and for the documentary. I, I wish nothing but luck and success for that. And I'm glad to be part of it, of course. But also, shout out to Michelle, because she was just, you know, you, Michelle, and Lou were just fantastically awesome. You know, We have the time of our lives. And, and all, uh, she entertained with swag also, which yeah. I, I still can't get over the, the copious amounts that I have in my, in my house now. You know, from the you got some limited edition UK shit, John. Mm. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. This yeah. is the last of the premier stuff wow. that Adult Swim UK has, and it's now in your hands. I love the upfront. So, the upfront book that she gave me was amazing. Cause, yeah. and the DVD, stuff, the yeah. DVD, the DVD was hysterical because it won't work on my PS3 because it's PAL. Yes, exactly. But yeah. it works on my <laughs> MacBook. <laughs> well, that's good to know. Mm. Yeah, MacBook works as PAL, apparently. Anyway, I think that's that wraps us up. Uh, Can I promote something? Absolutely. Is that a question? How long have we been doing this? All right. So, do you guys love... Well, John, Jimp, you probably don't know about Chick-fil-A, but John Jay. <laughs> yes. Do you love Chick-fil-A, but you hate the guilt? I used to love Chick-fil-A, and then I got diabetes, and, and it was kind of a bonus when they said, oh, we don't like queers. Or how did they say it? Like, when they said, we don't like gay people? Okay, so Adam feels really guilty every time we eat Chick-fil-A, and they just put up one nearby us. So Adam made this amazing website. Oh, it's no. Gay chick, that's G-A-Y-C-H-I-K dot I-N. You go there, you say how much Chick-fil-A you eat, what do you eat, and um, given a charity option, how many years would you like to be covered for your sins? Oh and if you hit the calculate, it'll tell you how many, how much money... You should donate to one out of three charities. <laughs> three pro-gay charities. So you can have as much Chick-fil-A as you want just by offsetting the 2% or whatever it is that they pay to anti-gay organizations. That's, that's awesome. You know, he should do one for Dragon Con also. I mean, it's not the same thing, but Guy... Hutchinson on my uh, Adventure Club podcast, he kind of had me to this one. It's it, it, it's kind of I kind of feel guilty about it, but I mean it's Dragon Con for crying out loud, and I've been going there and loving the crap out of that. But for those who don't know, the guy, one of the co-founders of Dragon Con, is in prison because he molested a child. Whoa. But he's oh. still but he's still co he still gets like twenty five or. 30% of the profits for Dragon Con. So as Guy put it, basically if you're buying a ticket to Dragon Con, your 25 or 30% is going towards this guy. So maybe Adam can come up with something that like, maybe, you know, how often do you go to Dragon Con? <laughs> and, then, and then donate, you know, a matching, although that would be a lot. I mean, we're talking over $90. <laughs> Yeah. It's a bit convoluted. Maybe he can work it out. He's a genius. He works for Google. He is a genius. Mm. You should mention myscribber.com, too. I mean... Yeah, Scribber's <laughs> kind of been put on the back burner, unfortunately. Oh. For, for, this like... web, for this website? No, no. This website <laughs> he did over the weekend. <laughs> for the DragonCon website. For the DragonCon website. Yeah, what, no, what would you call the – if this one's gaychick.in, I wonder what the Dragon Con website – drag – drag moles.t? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not good at coming up with website names. Although Aqua Teen Central, that was a good one. You're going to burn in hell, John. I'm going to regardless. I know, I know there's people out there who want me to. You fat fuck. <laughs> but – I was going to mention something. Oh, and we got a, we 
Trish and I, we got to talk uh, swimmies too. Off, oh, off damn. Swimmies are coming up. Are they? Or do we have to wait on that to uh, try and get the divine plan of one Mr. Paul Shear into motion? Uh, is whatever it, you is, want, boss. Is it possible? Can we do this? I mean, do we start a Kickstarter and say, hey, we need X amount of money to get Trish to Ohio? Trish and John to Ohio. Ohio? What's in Ohio? He said do it in Ohio. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did actually say it, yeah. He, he did say it. I mean, I would... And, you know, he said you don't need a lot of money. Just, I mean, we obviously we'd have to get people there. Probably $700 would do it. No, I think more than that. I, I, probably I mean, we're talking about tr flying people out there. Plus, like, I don't know. We'd have to fly him out there, too. Well, him, if he wins. Which, obviously, we'd rig it so he won. Ramon thought that you hated him for uh, cheating on the swimmies. No. That's why we, that's why we called I, you the other day. I, just lamented, so, I was just lamenting to Guy about how I, I had that secret held back for two years. And I'm like, yeah, you know, Dana really called me scummy. But I feel like, in a way, we all were scummy. Okay, so everyone listening... You know a chorus of the ILP podcast because it was voted best podcast on the swimmies. That episode so. isn't even well. It's up on the website. Oh wait, no, yeah, yeah, it's up on the website. I was visiting with Ramon Villalobos from Instant Leftovers podcast, and he was like talking about how John hates him. So I called John, and John clarified that no, he does not in fact hate Ramon. So everything is great now, you guys. Yes. I don't hate Ramon. I mean, I... I don't love Ramon, but I don't... <laughs> I'm kidding. Or am I? <laughs> no. Anyway, um, I think that wraps up this episode. We will be back. Uh, I don't want to jinx it, but with a special guest, probably that... We're not journalists, so even if we interview him, we're not journalists, so fuck off, fat fucker. Uh, and the rest of you, this is the Swimcast. Nighty night, we'll be back soon. Love yous. Less than threes. Audi, goodbye. Gaychick.in. G-A-Y-C-H-I-K.in. And, and coming soon, molestatron.uk. <laughs> molestatron.uk. <laughs> Good night now. <laughs> Good night. This has been an Adult Swim Central production.